Warning, this podcast contains rude, crude, and prude language, which might burn your ears if you listen to it for too long. Listener discretion is advised. Oh my god! I got oh my god! No, Why, is? Is Why doesn't you everybody troll you about that, but they troll me about anything I say? Dude, they, they'll troll me about what I just said, trust me. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. Everybody was metagaming against each other because we saw each other's decks. Jay Bush. I'm not going to ask a homeless guy for a deck idea, okay? I'm going to give that guy some change and, you know, probably half my sandwich. Smitty. Just completely edit out Jay Bush like out of the whole thing. Scotty. But what is it with people that live in French countries that like blue-white control? Are you guys just like, do you have that big of a chip on your shoulder? Like, what is it? And now, the A-Team. Hey everyone, this is KYT. Welcome to episode 22 of the A-Team podcast. Two and two. Because we <laughs> we run out of funny things to say. Uh, deuce. This is called ducks. It's the, I guess we could call this one the double deuce. The double deuce. That will do. As you can hear, once again, I'm joined by Jesse, Jay, and Scott. How's it going, gentlemen? Fantastic. Hello. <laughs> That's my favorite card, Harrow. For 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 all my fans out there, Harrow is my favorite card. That's only because there isn't a cello card <laughs> or a chess card. Oh, if yeah. only checkmate. <laughs> Moving on. Um, this past weekend we had our not our but the second Star City Games event of the year open, and our dear friend Joey Pascal was on one of. The analysts and the commentators on on the show and Scott watched in most, if not all, of the standard portion. How did you think of his performance, Scott? Of course, they were amazing. Uh, he and Gavin had really good chemistry together. Uh, they both had very uh, similar flow, so they, it was it was really good. Um, a lot of the guests that came in and out of the booth were very uh, constructive, had a lot to say. Uh, especially uh, Kibler just ruled it, uh, did a really good job, and and truthfully, because of uh, Kibler's list and uh, how well he was doing and how passionately he was talking about the build. I went ahead and built Kago. And, oh, uh, you're so awful! I'm horrible. Anyways, I um, so <laughs> I, I built that it. Deck. I know, I'm, but now it's now it's better because it plays like Elspeth and stuff, and it makes me happy. So I'm gonna give it a shot, see how it goes. It's more of a control build as opposed to uh, you know just. I don't know. It was something missing, and it seems like it's clean now, so I like it. I'm going to give it a shot. And uh, Otherwise, it was really, really good. The The coverage was amazing. Um, I really liked the guys, and they had a lot of really good things to say. Their uh, analysis of the matches was were spot on, and I, I really can't wait to see more from them. They, they did a fantastic job. So ignore yeah. the haters. You boys are the shit. Not shitty, but the shit, and uh, proud of you. So 
good on you. Yeah, you got like that was like so incredibly setting the bar so much higher than it ever was on there. Like now all they need is like some serious good cameras. Yeah. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> Come yeah, on, you... Star City. If you're teaming up with them, man, just get some HD cameras or something. It can't be that bad. You know but... what? Somebody, somebody made a really good point when they were talking about how, like, because Chapin's, I think it was even in a comment on our thing, because Chapin said that, like, we want to, we're trying to get magic, like, as big as poker or football or whatever. Like, it'll never be that big, but as big as poker would be cool. But the thing is that, like, you have to make it more interesting than a single over the head camera. That you can't really see anything from anyway. Well, I do. Is what give I'm thinking. Props. I do give him props. Sorry, I'll get. I'll let you go. Uh, I do give him props for like face shots was a nice addition. Uh, being able to see the cards better would be great. But then like the commentary just being better is is awesome. It, like that adds so much more value to it that like it's bearable to watch a whole game at once. One question: yeah, So you guys like it more you guys watch worlds so you guys like that more than the gg's live uh over just over the table view you know because because wizards does the face and everything no they were they were doing that in the finals like in in the uh the day two semis i mean there was also there's sort of like the on the table camera and then there was another camera that you were able to show it was almost like it was sitting at the access uh you know, uh, there's this dividing line, if you were, dividing the right and left side of the table. And it's almost like at the bottom of the screen, the base of the line, there was like a camera that was pivoting one way or the other. So it would e- it would be able to actually look at uh, each player. And that was pretty good. And it kind of like went, went back and forth. So you could you got an opportunity to read, like uh, Alex Bertoncini in the finals, I was able to, we were able to really get a read on him when he went into the tank. Uh, and it, it was good. And uh, I think, I, prediction, by the end of the year, Star City, like they're really making a push, getting Nelson and all that. Uh, I really feel that they will upgrade that that service quite a bit and put some <laughs> money service. into it. Because, well, I mean, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, Wizards needs to really step up. I mean, if they're on the Pro Tours, they need better cameras than that little stupid 450 by 450 square on my PC. Well, and like Wizards should be leading in that. Like the I NFL know, yeah. doesn't. The NFL doesn't like outsource fucking you know like they you bet you bet your ass they're in there with like cbs or whoever it's on like to fucking make sure that they're getting the best coverage because you know what if i if i can get my wife interested in watching magic guaranteed she would play more of it yeah you know like you got to make that shit interesting like how many people have started playing poker because of how cool it looked on tsn or whatever the fucking america has (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's still gonna be a challenge i think but definitely uh a step in the right direction star city games and and is joy are, are, is joy and gavin gonna be like the same commentators always no no they have like a schedule and they have different there's, there's big head joe that's gonna be paired with you know different type, oh, different yeah, people cool. that they're gonna have. joey and joe are both gonna do uh i think two of them together so i don't know but joey and gavin killed it that's gonna be tough to top yeah, they did. They awesome job, just awesome. And the way that they were like uh, relating with everybody on the Twitter feed as well was really good. Uh, they were doing a fantastic job of ignoring the actual GG's live chat window, 
which made me really happy because oft times you read that and it's just a bunch of people with nothing better to do than bitch. So, uh, oh, and they're just like, they're like, oh, if he rips lightning bolt, here he wins. Like, yeah, well, he is at three life, so that's a pretty good prediction. Uh, <laughs> like, thanks for that color commentary. That was necessary. <laughs> yeah. So. So, but you know, they're they're doing a lot through Twitter, and that was cool. They're giving away a, a lot of stuff through the chat window, though, so you kind of have to have it open. They're giving away a lot of premium membership. So, for those of you that, for some reason now, with like Brad Nelson and and AJ Soccer's back too, he's writing for Select. So, like, if if Star City's not making the push here, I think they got a little bit fed up with how well Channel Fireball was doing last year in terms of content and the support that they were getting. Also, like, what happened there? Like, can we talk about the Brad Nelson thing? Because I heard about that today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's not like he's been posting articles all week or anything. I don't go to Star yeah. City Games. He here's, goes to TCG what... Player. That's right. I got to support Billy Marino. Otherwise, he's got to eat that tomato that was left out. <laughs> I got to say, I really enjoy Star City Games Premium quite a bit. But some Brad Nelson really backdoors onto Scars of Mirrodin draft videos in articles a lot <laughs> and it's yeah. not even a relevant format now and it drives me nuts <laughs> what what does back doors mean he, well he he just like he comes he always like falls back to doing oh. scars drafts well that's what you draft right now isn't it yeah but the, <laughs> that's the thing like no one's drafting right now it's like ptq extended season actually that's i guess partly there is uh some sealed tournament ptqs on magic online to qualify for nagoya but I don't know. It just doesn't feel relevant. And coming I would agree that Fireball, it's probably not, I mean, you're probably not learning anything new, right? Well, I don't even read it. I just can't read or watch Limited. It's just too boring to me. But Channel Fireball, half more than half the writers are just doing draft videos and articles. Jake can learn something. He did his first draft, like, last week. <laughs> <laughs> what? KYT can't read is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... That's uh, that about sums up what happened this weekend. <laughs> Clearly, there's there's a lot going on uh, coming up. I'm at Grand Prix Atlantis happening this weekend, so it's a big extended tournament. I know that uh, Jesse has been supporting some uh, backdoor tech to uh, a lot of the people that <laughs> yes. are going. Um, we wow, know that's that we know that uh, Medina and Kelly Reed are driving down in a car together. Oh so, man! Uh, yeah, they're, they're on the way down. But uh, big ups to uh, to my mo- my boy uh, Thomas Dodd, Amos Dodd on Twitter. He's down that there. Awesome. That's his hometown. So uh, we'll see how that goes uh, for him this weekend. So I wish him all the best of luck. Man, someone should have convinced him to play my deck. I could have put him on the email list. We don't got fucking eight years to convince someone to play something, guy. <laughs> I'm a good salesman, man. You'd be surprised. Aren't you an accountant? Yeah. That's a sales job. It's funny, you is know, it? because is it I, really? for some reason, I just don't see, you know, social skills being top of an accountant's behavioral requirements. Uh, I sold yeah, cell neither. phones for three years, too. I well, got see, now if you, had led, if you had led with that, then I'd have more respect for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Since, since 75% of our podcast has sold cell phones. That's right. <laughs> well, I work with cell phones, too, so I guess we oh, have do that you? in common. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So over the last couple of days since the last podcast, we've had some comments and some emails. Jay, there's one that particularly piqued your, in, piqued your eye or whatever. Uh, would you like to talk about it? <laughs> poke, poke, sure. get your goggles wet, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm going to get some back doors going. <laughs> so Drew left us this comment that I just wanted to address really quickly. Um, love the cast this week, guys. I like that you guys touched on the article about Planeswalkers being bad for magic, but you didn't really go into it besides Jay calling the guy an idiot. Uh, I was wondering if you guys had any further opinion on that. Having played Magic from Revised till now, I remember before Planeswalkers were around, and I have to say I kind of liked it better back then. They definitely add something cool to the game and more complexity, which is better for the thinking player, a.k.a. the Blue Mage, but it almost seems like each set that comes out inevitably turns into, oh my fucking god, what's the new Planeswalker, guys? <laughs> uh, which I think does hurt the game in a way. Just curious what you guys think about that. So... I don't think Planeswalkers are bad for the game. I think that it's a good natural progression. Like, I don't think they're awful. I think that it's, like, really annoying that, like, I would agree with you. Every set is, like, what's the new Planeswalker? Oh, my God, this person's coming back or that person's coming back. Or it's been spoiled that Tezzeret's going to be on the set. Let's try to figure out all of his three abilities. And then it's really annoying when they come out because everybody's either like, oh, that's gay or, oh, that's so crazy. And then you just hear that for months. And then finally the card comes out and it either is good or it doesn't do anything. And like recently on Salvation, which I know isn't like the best place to ever quote anything from, but recently on Salvation, this guy made a thread. <laughs> this guy made a thread of just who said that Jace would not be crazy. And then he just like reposted that. So he just like, I guess he like saved it all or somehow or something. And so then he made a thread and he was like, looking back at Jace or something, and he just posted quoting people that were like, this card's not good, or this card like seems okay, but his second ability is irrelevant, or his third ability is irrelevant, and you'll never get his ultimate off, and blue is so bad, and for four mana, this seems like it just dies to bolts, and blah, 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 and like all this stuff. And he just like called all these people out. And this <laughs> is what Planeswalkers, like this is the negative that Planeswalkers caused for the game. But I think that they're good. I think they're a good change. Like, I really don't like it when people complain about new things. Like, I have a buddy, Brandon, who I've talked about on this cast before. Uh, and he, all he does is, like, piss and moan about fucking mythic rares. <laughs> but he has, like, all the original duels. And he plays, like, whenever we play EDH, he, he plays his, like, five-color progenitus deck that's, like, has Dream Halls and, like, Marari's Wake and every tutor ever and every single dual land printed and, like... And it's like, Mythic Rares aren't ruining magic. You're you're just being a donkey. And there's the same with people that complain about Planeswalkers. So, Drew, I would have to disagree with you. I don't think that they hurt the game at all. And And I really actually... The other thing that I want to touch on, I resent the fact that you say that the Thinking Mage is the blue player. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if I would agree with you. Like, like I think that's horribly, horribly narrow-minded. So if you've been playing Magic since Revised and you still haven't played Blue, that's... I think that's cooler. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Fuck Blue. <laughs> Say no to Blue. I mean, I don't play a lot of Blue either, but I also think... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to chime in a bit because I was one of the ones that uh, were somewhat negative of Planeswalkers, but I don't dislike Planeswalker for that reason at all with the whole going crazy about Mythics, going crazy about Planeswalker. That's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, Being excited by certain cards. I mean, I'm excited to see what new Planeswalkers appear. What I've been tired of is, is how control mirrors played out 
sort of uh, playing blue white or blue black versus blue black, where it's just who gets who has a better draw that lands a jace, and that person usually wins. And there's not much strategy for me out. Like control mirror is supposed to be killer strategy, but usually it's just land drop, land drop. You know, trying to avoid the other person from landing, resolving a jace. But I'm fine with it otherwise. But I feel like some of them were, I guess, I don't know what the word I'm looking for were. I think Matt Sperling, that's the, the guy, the guy's name I was looking for that wrote an article about that. But I'm not as strong as him in terms about of... About Jace? Him. Like about... I think about Planeswalkers in general, just because of, uh, you know they stay in play and they always have this effect. And I think he thought it was bad for, for, for the game. I, I have to go back and read his article. But well, and I mean, I don't I, think they're bad for the game, but I think it is annoying that they like don't ever <laughs> like. There's no cards that interact with them directly. I think that's stupid, uh, dude. Creatures interact with planeswalkers. No, no, but yeah. I mean, like, there's creature removal, right? There's direct damage. There's counter spells. There's enchantment removal. There's artifact removal. Like, I think it's du- stupid. Like, I, direct, I understand that like, direct damage yes. deals with planeswalkers. Like, are you listening? You guys. To Planeswalkers aren't even that bad, at, like straight up at all. You know, there's like cards that are way more of a problem, like Volaku. Planeswalkers are fun, and they're but, the face the, of the game, and it's that's just, what it is, and it's never going to change. What they need you know, to do, what they need to do, is not make them so powerful that they're the not. entire game. Well, hold on, hold on a minute, hold on. Okay. Replace powerful with format warping. Yeah. Okay, like Jace the Mind Sculptor, although it's one of the most fun cards to play with ever in Magic history, um, and it just feels so good when you're able to resolve that Jace and your opponent sits there and goes, fuck, okay. I've never you know? had that happen, but yes. It's it's awesome, I love it. Um, <laughs> I think Jace has a vagina. Why? <laughs> Jason the Rockets. Blue. <laughs> oh. Anyways, all, I don't all... know. Don't ask me why. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll make loud and outlandish state loud noises. Anyways, you know, uh, I, I try, okay. and if that's it's Jesse. funny, it's funny. If it's not, it's not. So. Yeah. No, that's in you. Um, anyways, I just think that if if planeswalkers are you know made to be less format warping or format defining, then I don't see them as remotely being negative for the game. I think that you know they're balanced well with the rules that they can they can be interacted with you know through natural means like naturally game ending means. So um, you know like burn creatures and all that stuff is fine, but. Like an example of really good, well-templated planeswalkers. Original Jace is good. Garrick is great. Sarkin Vol really isn't really all that bad either. Like he's the epitome of an aggro planeswalker. You know, I think mm-hmm, Koth mm-hmm. Koth is fairly well done. Uh, he's got a re- one really ridiculously powerful ability, but you know, outside of outside of that, I mean, the rest of them are just good. Like he he's a good example of a well-templated walker. I think. I think he's really balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Jani Vengeance, again, same sort of thing. What like is really good, but at the same time isn't dominating, you know? I think Jace is the think, big I mistake think that, that has everyone's panties colors, in a though. bunch. Like a Johnny Vengeance could have been dominating because he is really, really good. But he, he required other cards to supplement his strategy in order to become that good, right? But But that's if, because that's because of the colors though, right? Like you guys think like when like when Jace the Mind Sculptor is in the format. 
The, like he just doesn't. Only, he's not that. Or like the other creatures, like the other red white creatures. Like you can't play a giant vengeance in Okay, but well, hold on, hold on. So like Gideon's good, right? Like we all we all acknowledge that Gideon's one hell. Gideon's of a card. one of the best planeswalkers ever printed. Agreed, but but, but the reason, but, see, and this is the thing: <laughs> the reason that he's so bonkers, or he seems so bonkers, is because his primary job is to protect the other planeswalkers. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. like really, right? So if if we didn't have game-winning walkers like Jace the Mind Sculptor that we wanted to protect with Gideon Jura, then he would just be, like, another control card. Like, he, he would, would be, well, he like... Would be, he would be, like, fucking Sarkin the Mad. Oh, I, I'm not sure about that. He'd still be as good as Elspeth. <laughs> like, original Elspeth. Like, you put him in that category, in my opinion. Right? He's still up there. So. He's still a powerful walker. Well, he's removal and keeps guys off your back. He can still become a dude, swing. Like, he's versatile. He's good. Yeah. Um, but he's There's not just not decks for him. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't play him this... in white weenie. Right. Without the other supplemental walkers that he's yeah. protecting, he becomes less good. Yeah, and so... that's why Jace is so format warping. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter what you play him in. Fuck. I think wasn't there like decks at a time that was like it was like Naya and it played like islands for just Jace. Yeah. Yeah, Jun did for a minute, but. Jace is the only format warping planeswalker, Agreed. and as an aggro player that doesn't play blue, I don't even have a problem with Jace. Like, half the time, <laughs> I don't even attack the motherfucker, play dude. Play blue! He's not... Like, he's, he's, he's very good. He's probably the best... He's the best card to be printed in I don't know how long. Ever. Sure. Ever. 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 Like, he's not... He's not, like... You drop him and you win the game, though. You, you can drop duds on your brainstorms. You can be so far yeah, ahead I by have. the time that Jace gets dropped that it, he's almost irrelevant. And sometimes, like, it depends on, like, the matchup. And I'm, like, speaking from, like, a general, like, consensus of an aggro player, how I see him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very good, but I don't feel that he's broken that makes it, like, unfun to be able to build against a Jace no. deck. Compared to, like, so many other decks like Volokut that's next to impossible to build against unless you're playing blue. Uh, so, I, he's, like, seriously, no, like, he's so, he's very, very good, and he's very good for the game, and he's awesome, and I don't have a problem with Jace, so, I don't know. No, neither do I. You're just never going to see another Planeswalker printed yeah. at that power level. Like they'll they, never they, make that mis- they'll never make that mistake again. No, I agree. I agree. I think right. this yeah. was uh, this was Talarian Academy Lotus Petal, you know, all over the, again. I think. You know what's yeah. funny is Watsi's mistakes seem to dwindle down as the years go, but they still make them. They just get more spread apart. And you, I don't know if Jace was a mistake, honestly. Uh, I think they said that he really was. Trying- who said I, that? I think it was an experiment to, like, realistically, it was an experiment to push the envelope to see how far they could make, how good they could make Planeswalkers. You know, they wanted to, they wanted to increase the hype, and they did. They did a fantastic job. Jace is ridiculous, and, and he'll be remembered and forever. And at that, at that time, that's when everybody was bitching about how bad Blue was. Yeah. So why not give them like Bane right. on steroids? <laughs> yeah. So, so he's the only one with four abilities, right? Currently, yeah, no. Wait. Yes. Is he? Yes. Currently. Yeah. Yeah. So they still haven't pushed that bar. I think that that Sarkin, was the tech. Sarkin the Mad only has three. Yeah. Morrow has said. Much... Morrow Mar- has said in the past that he they will be doing four again. Yeah. There, yeah, there sure. will be one coming with four. I mean, yeah. Jace without the minus one. Did he be, also say plane chase would be back? Good. Not even close. <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent. Because then he'd have zero way to protect himself. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the unsummoned. See, the other, really the other thing is up. that, like, Jace. I think the thing that kind of sucks about Jace is that um, because extended is now double standard, he's going to be around forever, right? Like, he's yeah. going to be around for another what two years, and that's just annoying. Like, like as a as a nice little segue. Like, so I went and played. Uh, Wednesday Night Magic last night and I chose to play standard even though everybody's playing extended um, <laughs> so there was like I don't know how many people played standard but it was far far less than uh, extended and it was mostly new players like all the old established players weren't playing ex- like standard but I'm, I don't play extended for two reasons one I'm kind of mad that after they like shit rotated and I sold my cards that they like brought all those cards back and now they're still worth like butt tons of money. But at the same time, like I just don't want to play fairies anymore. I don't want to play against Jund anymore. I don't want to play against, uh, what else is there? Valakut is different. Mythic, like the, the mythic decks, the same. It just has the scars lands in it. Like I just don't want to play against those decks anymore. Like I've played against them for a year or two. Right. I don't know. That's fair. Like, it's way different now because you've got a different selection of cards to play against them, too. But uh, I hear you. I don't blame you. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But then you. Tour or nothing, right? You have no reason to play extended. So. No, and I mean, other than than just play with my friends and have fun. But, like, you know, like, and this is why originally, like, last episode, I was confused when you said that extended is so much more fun than standard and that standard's boring because there's only five decks. And as far as I know, I've only seen, like, five or six extended decks and only four are ever being played. And it's like one is a Valakut variant, so that's standard. One is Mythic, which was in standard until what? Like. End of October. last season. So like yeah. so like three months ago. One one yeah. is Jund, so three months ago. One is Fairies, which is like a year ago, but Fairies was so fucking gay that like it feels <laughs> like I'm still playing Fairies. Like um it's so it's so funny about Fairies. Everyone talks about how dominant it is, and uh I just don't see it. Like I don't feel like it's so dominant when I play against it. I don't even mind playing against it. It's probably not that it's like dominant, it's just that it's like it's it's really easy for it to be really good, and every single bad player will play it. Like yeah, you'll go to a PTQ nice, or you'll, to you'll, like you'll go to a PTQ or a GP or like an FNM, and everybody will be playing that deck. Yeah, right. It's just like Jund when Jund was really powerful. It was like all the good players will play Jund because they're like it's the best deck. I have to play Jund, and all the bad players will play Jund because they're bad players. And then you'll be like. Smitty, I'm playing green-white tokens, and all you'll do is play five fucking fairies matches in a row. And that's just boring to me. Like, I don't want to play that. And then, oh, I don't play fairies. Like, what are you playing? It's like, turn one noble hierarch. Like, awesome. I guess I'll just fucking eat mythic in the face. Like, so I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to play those decks, right? That's fine. I don't even know how we got on this subject. Oh, I was just saying, like, with Jace, because he's going to be around forever. I think he's going to be around for another two years, right? Because of extended. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, sure. We can talk about extended now, right? Like, like you said, I'm not invested in extended, so I don't care about it. But you, you do. You can talk about it. Oh no, I talked about it last time. I'm working on a. I'll say one quick thing, actually, and uh, I'm working on a green, white, black tokens deck. It's on the site. It's been modified, and I'll eventually post it. But I'm trying to help some PTQers and uh, Atlanta Grand Prix fellows out. 
Uh, so I got some people traveling and gonna rock my deck, and we'll see how they do. It'll already have happened when you hear this, but uh, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, I think this is the last week where it still matters, right? I mean, next week we've got the pre-release, and then it's it's gonna be well. The new cards will get into extended, and and I don't have an extended PTQ until like March, so not really gonna care whoa, whoa, too much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. KYT, dude, why are you not playing the MTGO PTQs? Oh, okay, I know okay. you have the cards. Actually, I do have the cards, so I'll try. I'll try to... Dude, there's one this Sunday. I mean, yesterday. Because all the time, it's always when I'm working, and, and like I'm chatting with Smitty. It's like, oh, man, I'm getting ready for this PTQ. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't have time for this. Now, KYT, <laughs> KYT, your, your second life is invested in magic. Therefore, you make fucking time for a Sunday PTQ. <laughs> okay. yeah, no, I, it's no. at 9 a.m. your time. I know you can make that on Sunday. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to play in it. Wasn't there one the other day? Like yeah, there's one you, every week or so now. Didn't you play one like extended? last weekend? Yeah, I got like 39th. I did. I x three'd. I mean, I was that was that one. because you cascaded into Whisper Silk Cloak? <laughs> yeah, Sean, dude, I love Sean, man. He was birding my shit, and like I cascaded <laughs> into a Whisper Silk Cloak, and he's like, something like, "Nice Whisper Silk Cloak, brah." <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Don't worry about it, dude. Trust me, this this card wins a ton of games. You equip it to a Vengevine against, I don't know, whatever deck. Because the problem with Naya is it has no evasion. They're all on the ground and shit, and they can't get through. Well, uh, a Whisper Soak Cloak on a Vengevine is like a turn, like a three-turn clock or so, maybe, or so. Uh, you equip it, and you have some Exalted Triggers. And you get through for so much damage, and they just can't touch you. They have to have the day. It's fantastic against control. But yeah, <laughs> I, I cascaded, and he saw that, and that was pretty funny. He's Big like, up to you, brother, Sean. <laughs> He's like telling me the story. He's like, yeah, so I logged on to MDGO, and I saw, like, oh, Puppy Puncher and uh, Smitty were online. And Puppy Puncher is <laughs> one of our local guys, so he's like, I'm going to go check out how they're doing. So he goes, and he looks at Cody Crossman, and he's like, 3-1 or something. And then he looks at you, and you're like, 2-2 two, two, or something like that. And he's yeah. like, oh, let's go watch replay of Jesse's game. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to go for this Cascade. Cascade Bloodbird Elf cascading into <laughs> Whisper Silk Cloak. Stop watching replay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then I remember you were talking about that in like episode six or something. You're like, oh, Whisper Silk Cloak wins games, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's funny. We were talking about, we have, yeah, old Naya talk with Mike Flores and stuff. That's some fun stuff against Pyromancer's Ascension. And, yeah. Uh, Naya's, like, Naya's the my word. deck. <laughs> I can't wait to do like a Whisper Silk Cloak uh, Blight <laughs> Colossus deck. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Extended. That's the new tech. Chicka, chicka, I just want to read uh, one last email that we got. Uh, it's from Mike, a guy named Mike Gibson. Well, I just picked, started picking up some cards a couple of weeks ago. I have three 2011 Corset intro pack decks and a Scars of Mirrodin intro deck. Uh, those are the ones that come pre-made with a booster, as you probably know. I also picked up one of those deck builder kits. I did make my own deck, but it probably sucks balls for all I know because I made it out of the boosters I got from them <laughs> and the deck builder. 
It is a black <laughs> deck, but I would need to give you a list of what's in it. In the last two weeks, I've yet to find someone to game with. I tried to teach my fiance, but yeah, she said it was too hard. <laughs> oh, and <sucks>. basically, <laughs> she's, he's asking, I'm not going to go through the entire email, if we have tips for a noob. But I don't know why this guy started playing if he had nobody to play with in the first place. Well, I mean, he's got to have a local store somewhere unless he lives out in the middle of... Well, where did he buy the fucking cards? (laughs) I don't know, but he says he ended up (laughs) downloading the the Planeswalker. uh, What's it called? Duels of the Planeswalkers for PS3. He's thinking about investing in MTGO, but he thinks it's a ripoff. Uh, (laughs) Okay, how about this guy? How about this guy? What a ripoff is is Duels of the Planeswalkers. Um, also, no, what a ripoff oh, is, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> also, what a ripoff is is buying paper cards when you have nobody to play with. So the good thing about MTGO is all the cards are cheaper for the most part. Also, it's the internet, which means there's people on there. You could play with them. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> simple solution. You do just go Magic Online. If you're really into it, you build a you build a friend base. You get go to your local game shop. You start playing tournaments and borrow cards that you need. Uh, MTGO is definitely the place to start uh, if you don't have a local friendship to like begin playing with. <laughs> just add Smitty on MTGO. That's all you got to yeah. do. He'll teach you yeah. how to play Wisp So Cloak. S M zero five M I T T Y. So he also asked us if he thinks regular guys would mind that a noob shows up to uh, a tournament. Ah, no, no way. No, I. You'll get I, some trolls though. Definitely, like there's some assholes. Definitely, I I know some yeah. that just really scoff at any any noob that just makes the most obvious mistake. Yeah. But me, I, I welcome Or plays them. like an awful card or something. Yeah. I just want the game to grow and want more people coming to the store or else it's, yeah. it sucks. So definitely That's what it's yeah. about. I say start on MTGO, but honestly, start like support your local game shop. They're so important to Magic, I can't even explain it within an hour cast. And you know, the thing is, like at one point, everybody's new. And like I think it's I think Magic is probably one of the only communities that I've seen this in. But like people just assume that as soon as you start playing, like you know everything. But it's like you, how could you possibly fucking know everything if your first your first experience with Magic is Scars of Mirrodin? Like you're 15 years behind everybody else. And here I've got a great point to like talk speak to that, Jay. Uh, So I started what a year and a half ago. And what? my life has been <laughs> engulfed in magic, right? I mean, I've built a website, became like known in the community to an extent, uh, and really tried my hand at deck building and had to learn learn the cards and such. Um, fuck me in the coat ass. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow wow so yeah my point was that uh <clears throat> you can be so engulfed in magic yeah i'm still learning new things every single day like 
like spectral procession in my deck I learned is a six casting cost card that couldn't be cascaded into uh in from a bloodbraid elf or couldn't be inquisitioned a cause out of my hand, etc. Because uh, I, I tweeted Mike Flores and like I forgot you forgot it. The three drop slot spectral procession is one of the top ten cards in the three drop slot. And he's like, Brah, it's uh <laughs> six casting costs and I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm still new to this game, so <laughs> it's impossible to learn anything within even a few yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the thing is, like, so I got started into Magic like again after like a ten-year hiatus in like February when Conflux was out, and the way that I got started again was like this: like Sean and my buddy Zach, who owns Broken City, ha- were having a like a magic tournament somehow at the bar to win passes to like a a local music festival. So like, it wasn't even about magic and like we showed up and there was all these like trendy music nerds. Like, you know, those people that wear like scarves indoors and are post-secondary education students. And they like, and we were all just playing magic and I showed up with like the worst deck ever. (laughs) It was like five color, uh, like shards of a Lara block, so it basically played like all of the five color things, like Prince of Thralls and that Grixis guy, and like four copies of Conflux, and which is like an eight mana sorcery and Maelstrom Archangel, and the way that you won the passes is you played you played a multiplayer game of eight people. There was two tables of eight, and you had to win. You had to be the winner, and I won that somehow so like if you ask if people will be upset that a noob shows up that's not what you should be worrying about you should be worrying about having fun and like you might get trolled a little bit or like made fun of or whatever but that doesn't matter that's not that's who cares about that just go and have fun and play magic and like grow and turn into the next mike flores or jerry T or something the next smitty man yeah don't do that (laughs) we don't need any more of those so do we leave him uh, with any advice to, to start building a deck? I, I know I started shamelessly, I have to say, net decking. So Yep, absolutely. No, you have to start at net decking. You're just going to like get way put down if you try building your own decks and bringing it to F&M. Just net deck. Just copy a deck card for card that looks like fun cards you want to play with. It's the best way to start. It was great for me because when I net deck was... Uh... Because I don't know who played during this time was uh, the Blue Green Madness deck, and it was relatively cheap. Like, you got Wild Mongrel, Bastion Root Walla, all these commons, and it was a really powerful deck. So I, I was lucky. Nowadays, you know, pick one of the one of the competitive decks, and it's like, holy crap. You know, you're not gonna... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get Primeval Titans in, in a deck builder kit. Might hopefully get That's one. That's true, too. That's true, too. I've been uh, totally ignoring everything that you guys are saying and uh, taking a look at the uh, spoilers that just launched since we're recording now and it's after midnight. So I put a bunch of them in the chat window and people uh, are like, what the hell is this? Because they think I'm putting blue waffles into the chat window, but I'm not. Um, (laughs) UrbanDictionary.com. So, um, Scott, you can (laughs) talk about these cards that you just sent us, I guess. I'd love to. That'd be wild. So Evan Irwin's actually got himself a reasonable spoiler this time. Holy no, crap. come on. Really? Yeah, I swear what to God, you ready? Spoiler last so, year. Uh, 
uh, oh, I don't know, but he started was, with like it, spectral procession and all sorts no, of others. No, I'll tell you, it was it was the goblin, the fucking oh, Warren Instigator. It was yeah. Warren Instigator, and then it was the fucking awful ass blue card that he just fucking raged about. It was uh, <laughs> the one that uh, draws you seven cards, and what the fuck was that card called? No one's played it Time ever. Reversal. Time reversal. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so Evan, Watsi uh, felt really bad for Evan, and uh, they gave him the sword. Oh, they did. They uh, did. They're like, you can't fail here, bro. That's right. <laughs> so, so the preview card uh, that Evan Irwin got for Friday is Sword of Feast and Famine. So it's three colorless mana. A equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, protection from black and from green. Uh, equipped cost is two, of course, standard fare for the swords. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card, and you untap all lands you control. Hmm. I like it. That seems pretty damn good. So I'm sure there'll be uh, there'll be some unique stuff going on there. Um, green really needs a reason to untap all their fucking lands again with that stu. Anyways, but the, I can- the black uh, pro the pro colors green and black. I don't know. Well, actually, it's pretty relevant in like um, well extent. So here's the thing. So it, it'll be really crazy in um, standard as another hoser of G Wave and Valica. Um, yep. Like that's that's relevant. Very good it'll be valid. Yeah, it'll be really good against. Um, it'll, it'll be really good in limited. I mean, it's a sword, so it's going to be good in limited anyway. But it's good in limited because you can either draft it with infect, which is good because you can you know empty your hand after you swung with it, or it's good if you're not drafting infect, you just hose whoever's playing infect, right? Whatever. And so we had discussed this yesterday uh, at. Wednesday Night Magic, we were speculating what this would be. I actually thought this sword would come out in the third set as Phyrexia's sword and um, finally be a way to hose Poison and Constructed because obviously they want to push not just Poison and Limited but in Constructed too, right? So I figured this would be like a nice way to do that at the end of the cycle. Um, But the sword of body and mind has nothing to do flavor-wise with the set as far as i know and correct me if i'm wrong but nothing mills in the set except for that shitty bird and geth and uh it makes the same wolves as the other plane that we were on uh zendikar like it doesn't make mirrodin wolves it makes like spirit wolves and shit and nothing in the set makes that like there's no token generators so like Flavor-wise, I don't know where that's coming from. And then in this regard, like Scotty said, like I don't know why we need to untap our lands. Like, what is that good for? Uh, aside from Man. creating more mana, like I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I just besides, mean, like, like the only the way to play the game. I don't know. No, no, no. no see, if, here's here's the you, thing. Like, there's so many those new uh, zenith spells yeah. are pretty are pretty bonkers. Um, the fact that blue got stroke of genius it makes me sick a little. Uh, thankfully, it's not splashable, so that's okay. Um, but realistically, that green zenith as well, which basically allows you to directly summon a dude from your deck onto the field for X mana. Quarter calling, like, pretty much. Yeah, seems pretty good with uh, the ability to untap all your mana. Well, in that case, but the thing is, like, because you have to attack, <laughs> this isn't the this isn't the same as Bear Umbra, where it's like 
Well, I guess it is actually the same as Bear Umbra. Yeah, because it's got protection from black and green. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like, and it's Bear on the battle. Your guy does. Bear Umbra also has to be when you attack, right? Just so I'm clear. Yeah, Bear Umbra is just when you attack, but. So I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the ability just is. It's not like it's. I don't know. It's like so you it's... tap all your mana on your main phase to cast something, and then you attack and untap your mana and then cast something again anyway. Yep. Like. Like, I don't... I guess if you have two green sun zeniths in your hand, or two genesis waves... That's like two turns worth of... That's like yeah. two turns in one hey, turn. Hey, can you imagine, like, no, but, genesis but, okay, waving? If this, hey, if this can, ability, Jay, if this can you imagine so how powerful good, it is when you genesis... Why don't play Bear Umbra? is a two-for-one. This sits on the board all day. But it's not. It has totem armor. It's not yeah, a two-for-one no. at all. Yeah, but the yeah, the ability still goes. Um, Just... How? So here's, here's the thing. Um... <laughs> Genesis wave, main phase, put a bunch of lands and whatever into play, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. swing with the sword, you untap all of those lands you just put into play in Genesis wave for even more, like, seems pretty good. Yeah, if um, you ha- yeah, so, like, yes, in limited scenarios where you have two giant X spells yeah. in your hand... I, I'm not disagreeing yeah, with you like, to say this that is this, the is, best ever. this clearly isn't the optimal uh, potential for green-black sword. Totally in agreement yeah. with you. Is That's it overall? Awesome. Is it overall under underpowered in comparison to some of you know to the old swords? Yeah, one hundred percent. But so was body and mind in comparison to the old oh, swords, yeah. right? So yeah. I mean, I can't. You can't expect these to come out at that same ridiculousness. But uh, that being the case, I think it's interesting. Um, I think the discard is going to be neat, and uh, because they're pushing poison and infect and black and green so heavily in this set, I'm not surprised to see the green and black sword in here because otherwise it would just be domination station. So yep, yeah. they they always it's print a mythic, the, like right? answer. Yeah, oh yeah, mythic. It is sure. a mythic. Because sure. so like, on, printed... on Salvation, they have it as just a rare. It's definitely mythic. I, there's a picture of it on uh, on Star City. Okay, that's yeah. what so I thought. Let's move on to the next couple ones hey, here. I think uh, this card's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It's it's better than Sword of Body of Mine. Pro I'm Black thinking... is better than Pro Blue. I think so too. Well, no, no shit. It is, of course. It's better. I don't think I just of mean, main like, phase, I don't second phase. phase. I think of just turn five playing this, untap your lands, and play something else. That's ridiculous. Turn five, you're playing this in a green okay, aggro. Yeah, like turn deck. four, like. You know, like on the same turn, like you you play it and yeah. equip it, and then second phase you play something else. That's already like way ahead. The other thing, thing. The other thing is, hey, that you know I, what's really good guess... with this? Is it? Sorry, Jay, I'm almost there. If uh, because it gives plus two, plus two, and protection from green and black, uh, when Avengevine's carrying this, it it takes down both Primeval Titan and Grave Titan. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing that's really good about this is, um, it'll be really good in that stupid quest deck. Mm-hmm. That is still around, apparently, because I had to play it yesterday. And and he goes, turn two, sort of body mind. And I go, I'm playing Genesis Wave deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need turn three, acidic slime, or I'm fucked. Uh, I mean, I ended up winning that game because I Genesis Wave for 12 uh, after Genesis Waving for eight. And I found, I finally found a slime. But like... <laughs> It was fucking brutal. And he had no land because I fucking bounced. I I spreading seized his only forest and then bounced his bird to his hand. <laughs> With Jace and was like, fuck you, you don't get any land. And he goes, I rip a Memnite, uh, activate both my quests, get Argentum armor and sort of body in mind. And I'm just like, okay, that's wicked. Good times. So anyway, this sword is fine. I just don't 
like its abilities. I don't know. It's really good. I think if it, if it was discard a random card, I think it would be better Whoa. than discard a card. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? If it was a random card uh, or like a mind rot attached to it, like discard two cards of choice, well, that, would, that, that would make yeah. this bonkers. Yeah. It would be too crazy, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think random card is, is asking too much in this scenario. Because um, discard isn't super relevant. Like, it's it's never as good as you want it to be, right? Yeah. They're we always also, like, oh, okay, I just pitch this extra land, or I pitch this fucking Vengevine. Oh, yeah, good. random would be funny. We haven't Hit played with, we haven't played with it though, you know. No, so I mean, yeah. So we'll see how it all plays out because a lot of the stuff that's come out, especially in Scars, was kind of like, well, this seems really good, or this seems kind of subpar, and a lot of it's kind of just totally kind of in sideways. The, the opposite, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good um, point. A couple of others what? that have come out. Um, if you guys don't mind us kind of moving along. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if that's okay. But this one's really got me excited. Uh, the, there's been a big question about whether or not they were going to reprint Shatterstorm. Well, Whoa. bitches, they did. It's <laughs> better, even. Yeah. And it's better because it's in green. Yeah. So creeping corrosion, two green and two destroy all artifacts. Boom. Yep. Solid. And it's Solid like it's card. like I like the flavor. It's like a crazy dodge. It's like a green dodge. Like like. That time, that time spiral set or whatever. It's like similar. Just like it looks really cool. It's like two and two green, and then it just says destroy all artifacts. I think what they should have done is kept the fucking flavor text out of there. That would have been sweet. Yeah. Well, it is a rare. We got to point out, which is uh, it's kind of different. I wouldn't expect something like this to be a rare, but it's a uh, it's an awesome card. It'll I think it's because if you have too many of them in. I think the problem with that is like if you don't if it's not rare then it it's every deck has one in in limited it skews the set and it would it would make limited ridiculous because you just have to you have to draft infect yep. or dinosaurs that's exactly right? why they printed it I mean yeah. that's got to be a first pick every every time in a pack right oh yeah fuck yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> I would yeah. snap first you, pick that. but but then you can't go artifact strategy at that point right so I guess well, like you if could, you're going you to infect because, strategy, no, no, you could because like to lead into that, you could pick up that fucking Icker Wellspring, which yeah. is when which is two mana when it comes into play or leaves play, you draw a card. And there's a lot that of different sick. that mechanic is showing up a lot in a bunch of the different uh, artifacts yeah. that are showing up. Yeah. Um, so expect uh, yeah artifacts on the board and leaving the board and and bouncing on all that Plus, shit to be relevant. Plus, I mean, this makes that Viridian card in green a lot better, too. Yeah. The one that's every time an artifact leaves play for an opponent, you draw a card. Right. It's like, that's fucking crazy. They're like, I'm playing red, white, metalcraft. Here's my ten artifacts. And you're just like, I'll just draw ten cards and kill you. Fuck yourself. This card is very, very good. I like it. Yeah. So uh, another one that's really interesting here is uh, KYT. I, I assume you're in agreement with us here. Like, the, there's no way you can argue with Shatterstorm in an artifact block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, definitely. Um, so here's one that I actually got uh, put up. Uh, Willie actually posted it in in, uh, in my Skype window here, and I can't seem to find the website it's on. But I I, I gotta trust him because it's all here. Hero of Oxid Ridge. Yeah, huh. uh, uh, Salvation just posted that. Did they just see. post it? I gotta refresh. I'm at it. Oh, I just yeah. saw it hit it, my Twitter. Wow, yeah, there there's 33 posts and 34 views. Holy shit! <laughs> so go ahead, it's, though, Scotty. It's go ahead. It's mythic rare. It's a uh, two. It's a uh, sick art, 
Uh, it does have sick art. It does have sick art. It's two red and two for a 4-2 haste with battle cry. And here you go, Jesse. Whenever hero of Oxid Ridge attacks, creatures with power one or less can't block this turn. <laughs> That's funny. Suck it, that tokens. That sucks. <laughs> that card's awful. <laughs> That's funny, though. Tokens. Whoa, whoa, loses. it's mythic rare? Yeah, mythic. And it has haste. It has haste. It's a 4-2 four, oh. haste for four. It's the new, That's uh... awful. They made that mythic? Yeah. Why? Because know, it turns it turns off all the little uh, one one dudes. How many one ones are in decks except mine? Wow. Well, the the infect decks maybe. Yeah, the infect and then limited on turn four. Like there's mirrors. Yeah. And like <laughs> like and like hopefully other things, but there's not a whole lot, right? So this is gonna hit the table and on turn four a lot of times and get there. Man, people in MTG Salvation forums are saying it's amazing. That card is well, not good, right? That card's awful. <laughs> it's not like, awful. Snap You're a donkey. That, that's snap judgment, but it only has two toughness, and its ability is fairly irrelevant. <laughs> the fact that people can't block okay, it. But it's point. riding a glimmer point stag. Are you what? sure it's on a cobra snake? <laughs> 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 no, it's riding a glimmer point stag. The other thing is that it's a knight. So we have yet to confirm or deny whether knights will be a playable deck like it was when it was white weenie knights, yep. but it's a knight. So another one, uh, another double red card is uh, Koth's Courier for two red and one, a two three forest walker. That seems weird to me. Yeah, it's random. You, you got to think like black and 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 uh, green are the bad guy, right? And Koth's apparently the good guy. So, like, the Forest Walk is good because he can dodge around the Infect guys and just yeah, yeah. get in. Yeah. So, um, the only other major one that I think I've got was the one that BDM spoiled, and that's the uh, Gruesome Encore. <laughs> so, it's one black and two for a sorcery at Uncommon. Uh, put target creature card from an opponent's graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. It gains haste. Exile it at the beginning of the next end step. If that creature would leave the battlefield, exile it instead of putting it anywhere else. Yeah, so, so it gives it on Earth. Yeah, this seems really good because you can pull out your opponent's Titan, get value, then swing, get value again, and then remove it from the game so they can't yeah. play with their toys. This seems awesome. I'm a little disappointed it says opponent's graveyard. Opponent, yeah. It feels like it I could think, be any graveyard for that But it would be too call. broken. I think it would be broken. I think it would turn into... A too powerful card because you just be putting shit in your you just be putting your own titan in your own graveyard, right? Yeah, and then on turn like turn three you have a you have a double grave titan. That's fucking gay. Tell me tell me this card is not gonna see play in black red vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Well I was thinking like head drawing crab decks, you mill yourself and hit like a blight steel cult. Colossus or whatever the hell that card's called. <laughs> that would be and sick. like turn three, you grew some encore and you use one shot. Yeah, that's That'd brutal. That's awesome. brutal. I'm glad it's. I, so I can I mean, see that. I can see that. So what's really awesome is when you know something like uh, you 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 go up against one of the Cobra decks and they go uh, like BDM saying you go turn on their play they go turn three Titan on you, and you go turn two Mana Leak, turn three play a Swamp, play uh, this card. Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty good, right? Or, do, or even Doomblade at the end of their turn. Yeah. Or like, yeah, just, like, that's really good. Yeah. Um, 
cards that I like, if I can move into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rock it, <laughs> are, we, are we done? Are we done talking yeah. about this? Those, those are the, yeah, done talking about this. And these are the those are the new ones that launched today. So yeah, right now. And they're all, they're they're pretty. Yeah, that that's live, bitches. Um, so I like the, I like the two two. I like the hate bear for uh, when it's a two two for two when it comes into play, exile an artifact or enchantment. When it leaves play, bring it back. Yeah. Um, I like that card. I think it's good. Um, it'll be good for killing those fucking pesky swords anyway. Um, there was some other stuff that was been spoiled really recently, so I'm just gonna take a look at that. I don't like this Phyrexian Rebirth. I don't think. It's as good as everybody's just like jizzing about the white. The is that's the wrath, right? It's oh, wrath it's for six. Wrath. It's wrath for six, and then you put an XX colorless horror into play based on how many creatures died. Yeah, it's I feel like that's. I, I feel like bad. there's more wrath effects in this set than there were in the last one. Like more legitimate yeah. wrath effects. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's like Marshall Coup, right? Except that you get guess, one huge dude. Yeah, that's the problem. But but in this set, one huge dude is tougher to deal with than a bunch of tokens. When you say in this set, do you mean limited? Yeah. Okay, well, like, yeah, obviously, if you get, like, obviously, if I open a Phyrexian Rebirth and Limited, I'm going to play it. You're going to But I'm talking, like, <laughs> I just mean, like, I'm not jizzing over it. Like, everybody's like, this card's so good and it's so crazy and oh my god. And it's like, I'll just play Day of Judgment. Like, I'm, yeah. if I Wait, which play. One? Which one's really good? Wait, Phyrexian Rebirth. It's Phyrexian so Rebirth. Come on, it's not. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, I'm sure that like Doug will troll me for it or something. Just he I think it's terrible. EDH players are oh. all over that shit. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like the, the cards are the, like if I say I'm not excited about it, I'm generally talking limited or standard. But like obviously you can play this in EDH. It's good in EDH. It's fine, right? Um, I, the card that I'm like almost the most excited about, and I say almost because we don't know a whole lot about blue and in. Uh, scars blue really sucks is fucking mind control infect uh, so corrupted conscious blue and three enchant creature you yeah. control enchanted creature that creature has infect so like well, I'm kind of why is that, that good though decided to, uh, what do you mean because it's mind control for one well yeah okay that's mind, really it's, legit it's just mind control but, for five volition reigns was good but my, mind control wasn't as good I mean it was good in m11 uh, there's a lot of fucking shitty creatures and scars and like giving them infect is, it won't like benefit you in the sense that like you're not an infect strategy because you're blue. Well, no, that's what I said. So like we don't know that you can't go infect because blue did have a lot of proliferate, right? Thrumming bird. And, yeah. and I mean, you if you grab like somebody's Skitherex or just a like a fatty beater, like like it doesn't matter if you're going poison or not. If you have a six four uh, alpha tyrannix that also has infect. Like it doesn't make a difference if they're at twelve life, right? Right. Like it's just and and also it's just fucking mind control. Who cares? <laughs> hey guys, does uh, does this make Baneslayer good again? Like does <laughs> does doesn't Baneslayer with Infect seem dumb? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I guess strike, like, you, right? go, you go like turn five Baneslayer, turn six play Corrupted Conscious on my own Baneslayer. Well, no, there's there's other options in black, but you know your opponent plays Baneslayer, and you go yoink. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know. This is this might be outlandish, but this might be a good enough card for blue white control to put one or two in instead of um, Volition Reigns. I mean, like you go turn whatever Titan, and I go okay. Well, I take your Titan and put you on a two turn clock instead yeah. of a four turn clock, right? Like that seems good, 
right? I don't know. Like I don't know, right? I don't play a lot of standard, but seems yeah, good. You do. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? What else? I don't really know what my totic manipulations for. So I'm just gonna go out there and say like I have no fucking idea what the cards for. I think consecrated I sphinx is like EDH monster. That thing's dumb. Yeah. Whenever an yeah, opponent draws copies. a card, you draw two. That thing's sick. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not really excited about Treasure Mage. Everybody in my local area is like jizzing about it. I'm not really <laughs> just jizzes at your local store. <laughs> this is a bunch of dirty fuckers. Um, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not excited about Treasure Mage. Like six or greater. Like I guess that's okay. I don't really know why. Like in limited, we're not like obviously in limited. You play that if you can get something. But right, in right. constructed, Definitely. I just I don't I don't like wasting a slot on Treasure Mage to, I guess go get a. Worm coil engine would be like yeah. your best option, I think. Right? Grand architect decks seem really close. Yeah, maybe. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I never thought of that, but I suppose. Um, I like the new terror. Go uh, for the throw. Oh. I'm literally looking at that right now, dude. Yeah, that yeah. card straight up the most solid removal we've had in <laughs> since Path. Right? It's so yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm 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 actually excited about that. I like that. I, I think this is the Go for the Throat is one of those cards in the set where in limited it's gonna feel like it's okay. You know, yeah. like geez, I really just wish I yeah. had a Doomblade here. But in constructed, this thing is like straight up replacement. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. this will be like a dollar <laughs> uncommon, probably two dollar uncommon, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think I think the most powerful card that I've seen so far is Black Sun Zenith. Like that's just a oh. fucking ridiculous that, card that card makes me want to play black yeah like this so one play blue i like black that card is a house yeah man it's just fucking rank so it's x and two black put x one or put x minus one minus one counters on each creature and then obviously zenith it back into your library that's fucking ridiculous i disagree with how awesome this is it's rank that's rank dude well no okay. no hold on hold on hold on so where okay. where i'm missing with this is yeah. I feel like in order for it to live up to the hype that you guys are giving it right now, it needs to be uh, either target player's creatures, like it needs to be one-sided, or I need to be able to choose the creatures. Here's the deal. Let me let me explain to you first, Scotty. Yeah. The fucking art is fucking epic, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. This is true. Right. This is true. So it's pretty awesome to start with. All right, you, it doesn't even matter what the card does at that point. Cause <laughs> the flavor kind of text what? is also badass. Yes, No. Agreed. It, it's Fantastic. Okay. I love the art. It's absolutely incredible. And they keep yeah. hitting all these purple things in these arts. But anyways, so, okay, when you're, when you're black, blue, control, and you side in consume the meek, and you pay five mana to blow up all their three or less casting cross creatures, that's yeah. pretty solid. Well, okay, if you spend the same amount of mana, you're, you're, you get to kill Vengevines for that same amount. Yeah. The other thing is that... And, the other thing and, is that Black Sun Zenith gives you that option of going like you could cast this for three and kill three mirrors in limited. Right. The the only the thing Black Blue loses to that for some reason people don't agree with this, it loses to elves so easily. Yeah. This prevents the aggro decks, especially Vengevine decks, from aggroing them out before they can hit like the five mana or a six yeah. mana. This card will be played in black blue control, guaranteed. And uh, I think it's pretty guaranteed. No, no, this this one's for real, dude. I ain't just fucking around. It should here. be. It and should be. This, and this will make mono black control very, very close to viable, but maybe not quite there. 
Yeah, it's still not there, I don't think. But I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, there's some other stuff. Gruesome Encore, I just want to give another big shout-out to that. That's going to be rank. That's going to be rank. I can't wait to take a Titan with that. That's going to be fucking it's, crazy. Obviously, my favorite um, cards... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Finish, Jay. Oh, the only... Like, the only... The, there's only... Like, there's one more card that I think is just going to be so fucking crazy. And it's called Rot Wolf. It's three mana, two two infect common in green. Yeah, like that's fucking sick. You're gonna you're drafting infect, and you're gonna be able to fucking pick up like five of these in a draft. And then not only is it just a two two infect for three, like so it's slightly worse than cyst bear, but like it's common. So like imagine if your deck curves out at three, and you just have ten infect creatures. Like that's fucking crazy. Not only that, but whenever it deals damage to a creature. Um, and that creature dies, you get to draw a fucking card. Like, that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. So, I'm excited about that card a lot. That it's common, That's I think that's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Infect's going to be a much more viable strategy now. They got so many powerhouse rares. That if they you did. They got a lot of good pick. cards. Like the oh, Phyrexian yeah. Hydra? Well, yeah. Like yeah. Just, yeah. Is that the four casting cost for four, five infect? I mean, no, 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 no. That's no, the five no. casting cost, seven, 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 seven. Yeah, that too. That's just, it's so insane. But I just mean, like, I think, I think that, like, even without the rares, like, infect got a lot of crazy fucking commons. And then, like, they even got uh, Phyresis, which is a common enchantment. Yeah. It's two mana. Enchanted creature has infect. So now, that's instead of getting, like, it's a bad card, but instead of getting late picks that are useless in your deck, you can put your fucking like you can turn your non-infect guys instead of having being like oh I have nine infect creatures, you can say okay well I have some more I can throw one or two of these in. It's not it's not ideal, but it's better than that relic putrescence, right? Like I I, I disagree. Like I don't think that card's playable at all because really? if you're going you would never play strategy, that card. No, okay, you, let's say you pick nine infect creatures like you mentioned. Let's say you have three non-infect creatures. Why the fuck would you put one card in there that you could equip to three creatures? You would never fucking pick that card. It's awful. But no, 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 but I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's better than, like, your last pick, Relic Putrescence. I, I, yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I guess, like, is, like, a terrible side card. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like... <laughs> Infect, <laughs> Infect got a lot better in this set. Apparently, oh, absolutely. No, apparently, I agree with that. Apparently the rumor is there's no Infect in the last set. Thank God. What's so that, that, Where is that's that why from? Mark Rosewater. That's why yeah. all of the Infect is what? in this set. Did he confirm that? No. Yeah, it's okay. a, Obviously if, I, if he had, I wouldn't have said it was a rumor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're always... like, there's not Infect in the third set or something like that. I thought someone said that. It was someone on Twitter. That'd be super gay. Mark Rosewater said that. Whatever. Who cares? Infects, not like that annoying. Well, I just not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Just wait. It's gonna get crazy. Um, a yeah. lot of good utility artifact creatures, I think, that are coming out. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I'm kind of wondering what the mix is going to be in terms of artifact to color. We're getting a lot of the colored cards coming out early, so. Um, I mean, people are good with, with uh, numbers on the artifact, the names and stuff, the cards that have come out so far. So I don't know what the split's going to be, but um, like Fraction Revoker, 
the oh uh, my god, that card's pith- so good. Pything needle, but like better than pithing. He's like Linvala, but targeting Bear. seems pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I I like the uh, Sphere of the Suns, and how it potentially you know replaces uh, Chalice in some decks, which is good. What? Sphere of the Suns enters the battlefield. Tap a three charge counters on it. It costs two mana. Tap it and remove a charge counter. Add one mana of any color. That oh, seems okay. Cool. It's really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what I'm excited for is the fucking plague mirror. It's a two. It's a regular mirror. It just adds colorless, but it also has infect. They haven't confirmed Again. it anywhere, which is painful. I know it's so painful, but if that's a real card, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. Like honestly, I think I think right now we're in a place, at least in my meta, where no one is drafting infect. Uh. And I think it's they going will. to change into <laughs> yep, everyone's absolutely. drafting Infect. Which what is do we, great. What do we think about the uh, the Infect Manland? Oh, I man. Think that's really that good. thing seems really good. It's re- I think even, it's ridiculous. Even for, even for a constructed Infect deck, I think if they reveal a one-casting Oh, yeah, you effect, play four of these. I don't expect. But, I mean, that thing is fast. It's aggressive. It's nice. Yeah, you play four of these. This is fucking rank. <laughs> if you're playing, if, I mean, if you're crazy and playing like standard infect or constructed infect, but yeah, you play four of these, and in 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 limited, like this is the fucking best card in your infect deck, almost like getting that turn two one one flyer infect. Like, I don't know if you guys have played very much infect where they get that plague stinger on turn two, but yeah, it's, it's like brutal. the worst. It's the worst. You just lose. You just lose to that. There's nothing you do. And it's like you just sit here slowly dying. It's like they should just call it cancer. <laughs> That's what they should have called Plague Stinger. They should have just called it cancer. And you just slowly die to it, and it's awful. And this is that's what this is going to be. You're going to be like, it's the same card. You go turn one this, turn two swamp, activate this, fucking poison you. Go. <laughs> and you're like, I'm playing blue. I play another island go and i'm like okay activate this you're at two poison counters go like that's the entire that's like it's just the game's over like you've lost chapin's preview card lead the stampede was is pretty champion card for a green card i really like it and you know what's funny is uh i've kind of been waiting this whole time for cards to fit in decks i've already built so i can improve them and hopefully like make them close to tier one and lead the stampede really almost puts my uh Blue green, uh, vengevine kind of uh, dredgevine standard list into uh, contention because I had Jace in that slot and I can throw a lead the stampede right in that slot and draw way more cards than Jace could because we... the whole deck's creatures. Hmm. And you know what? Actually, sorry, so, someone just said in uh, in chat. Uh, it was KYT, I think, or who? Who was it? Yeah, Moldiah Channelers. So, Scotty, did you notice that uh, Michael Jacobs talked about how Moldiah Channelers might be an upgrade in Naya in Extended? Ha! So, two things. Two Uh-oh. things. <laughs> Number one, his name is Michael Jacob. If you're going to quote, if you no, you said Michael Jacobs with the S. If you're going to quote him as a reputable source, get your shit straight. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, he said might. Sun shines on a dog's ass some days, kid. (laughs) He did say might, 
but I'm not in the wrong to giving it a shot. Moldiah. No, a... I know. And you know what? When Michael Jacobs says something's good, you you really should listen to him at least. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, Leave so, the stampede good, yeah. in your opinion. Uh, it looks like one of those it's, cards it's you've done ty- before. Yeah, like, the whole look five cards thing. It's like the uh, just, the one. It just has the potential to draw you five, though. Is the difference? You need to make sure that the deck is built around it. Yeah. Obviously, right? And if your deck is built to capitalize on this card, then yeah, like it could be a blowout. I don't Absolute think an error will be though. Right, Jesse, I mean, you're, you're you've got lands, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm not like in love with it, like Kaldatha Phoenix or Koth or uh, Moldia Channelers or Moldia Channelers or Conqueror's Pledge or any of the other cards that people hate that Conqueror's I love. Conqueror's Pledge, what the fuck? Oh, Conqueror's Pledge is the best five drop in Magic. I mean, oh. in standard. <laughs> standard what? Magic. Oh my god! I'm not standard. Oh my god! No, what? it is. It's- why doesn't you everybody get, troll they, you about that? But they troll me about anything I say. Dude, they they'll troll me about what I just said. Trust me. But uh, <sighs> six guys, six permanents for five mana, followed by anything by like nothing, a, followed by nothing, thing. followed by DOJ wasted a turn. What <laughs> if five mana is as solid as a conqueror's pledge? I just don't see it. It's so powerful. But anyways, um, you're the what worst. Was the, what were we going on? I got sidetracked. Lead the stampede. Thank you. Lead the. Sta- I'm not in love with it like I am those other cards. I think it's very strong, but uh, it's got to find the right deck. I think someone mentioned that Chapin said it's like an auto four of in any aggro deck. Uh, what? It's not- someone said that. I don't know if he said it on his Facebook when he was given hints. I think that was the time it came like, up. I want someone to do the math and see on average how many cards you're supposed to get. You know, you know who'll do that math for us? Marshall will do that math for us. He's got the brain for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chapin already did. So he said 36 creatures is a, is like 2.96 or something. It's very close to like three, really? three draws. So wow. if you're doing an all-creature deck such as Dredgevine, it's very good. I mean, like, there's no doubt about it. It's going to draw you two to four cards consistently. Yeah. So that's fantastic, and that fits right in one of my decks I've already built, and I'm looking forward to trying it. So wow. I think it's a very, very, cards. very good card. Wow, because I remember, like, you know, Council of the Sorotami or, or that other thing that they were where, like, it's a blue Beast card. Hunt. Three, no, <laughs> three mana, and you draw two cards. That's, like, the standard. But if it averages to, like, three... Wow, I, I I'm yeah, fairly you impressed. Really have, you got to have a Venero deck for that, like like Dredgevine or Naya. Uh, but yeah, I and I don't even know if it fits in Naya. If you're trying to Vengevine out and your Blood Brady Elf into that and yeah. missing Vengevine, it's probably not the best because usually when you people say like, all right, well you're drawing a bunch of cards, that's fine. But usually you need the Vengevine that turn, and that's why you cast the Blood Braid Elf. Uh, so okay. we'll see how that goes. I really think it, it you need to play test with it in something like Naya. Uh, so I don't think it's like an auto include without testing it first. So I'd have to see that. But uh, there's no doubt it's an amazing card. I mean, it's at least a dollar uncommon and going to be played in very a lot of formats and in a lot of decks. So how do we feel about uh, the new Tezzeret, kids? I think it's awful. All right. No, no way it's awful. Oh, like, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I hate... It, okay, you plus one. You plus to draw a card, right? <laughs> so enthusiastic. Because, no. 
You don't I, draw I mean, a card. Please. You do. You look at what isn't it? You look at the top five cards, and if it's an artifact, you put it in your okay. hand. Okay. Right? So in yeah. case in case some of you are living under a rock, Tezzeret Angel, uh, Angel, Tezzeret <laughs> Agent of Bolas. That would have been a better name. It would have been two colorless, one black, and one blue. Okay. He's three loyalty to start. Plus one. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact card from from among them and put them in your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. P.S. Uh, he has the sickest art ever. It's pretty sick. Yeah, fo- foil ones of these would be pretty crazy. He actually uh, has the sickest art ever. Like, if I get a foil one of these, I'm going to cut out his text box and put Jace's text box in there. <laughs> and then uh, then it'll be an improvement on both cards. So first thing, so first things first, like, he's, he's a four-drop Planeswalker, which I think is kind of the Blue magic black. number for them to be good, right? Um... Blue black, obviously. Yeah, the minus one, uh, the plus one is going to let you dig for five. You obviously you need to be making sure you're playing uh, with an artifact. <laughs> minus one target artifact becomes a five-five artifact creature. So also could be Amazing. used could be used offensively as well as defensively if you need to eliminate a pesky artifact with Doomblade or some shit. Real quick, it does not say until end of turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's, what? Hello? Well, you're right. Right, right. You didn't know that? You didn't notice that? No, I didn't, Jill, just now. Oh my wow. god, yeah. Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is straight up a 5-5 five, five on the board. For instance, that 2-drop that we just saw where you hit the board, you draw a card, you Tezzeret it, you draw another card, and you have a 5-5. Five, five. It's a pretty sick combo. I like that. What? You wouldn't draw another card? No, you don't draw another one. You gotta attack with it. It doesn't kill it, you idiot. It just turns it into a 5-5. Five, five. It's not like Sark and the Mad. It does. No. Well, but, oh, oh, sorry. I got you. Okay. God, you guys are the worst fucking people ever. Not bad. <laughs> that being said, though, this is gonna be really good if there's any more infect artifacts, by the way. This is, like, it'll be even better, right? I think Jesse so? thinks it's great on its own. In, in like in limited. In, no, no, no. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine that you guys think it's good on its own. That's fine. I'm just saying it's also very good with things like Core Prowler, which is like, or oh. Corpse Cur, or right, like just where it's like, okay, you get utility out of your Grave Digger, then you turn it into a five-five infect instead of a one-one infect from like Necropede or something, right? Yeah, it seems good. It just seems yeah. like I'm just saying, like potential for potential uses. We got to make sure we're exploring all the angles because yeah. apparently you guys can't read or think. Right now, target player the <laughs> ultimate said, the ultimate at minus four. Target player loses X life and you gain X life, where X is twice the number of artifacts you control. Um, seems really strong and constructed. Uh, if you're building an artifact, you know, base deck, which clearly you will be with Tezzeret as the basis of it, but. I wonder how well that's going to work out in limited if you're thinking about, you know, infect being probably now like 60% of the decks trying to kill you with poison. Yeah. So, I'm just curious about how that's going to work out. Now, do you do you guys see this potentially as a way that an infect player can use this card to stay alive while they're still trying to kill you with poison or is this potentially a finishing? Well, I mean, that's very it's very relevant like for example, the the striders so there's pierce strider and what something peace there's pierce strider peace. and peace strider so peace strider gives you three life pierce strider takes away three life and pierce strider is the phyrexian one and peace is the mirin one the problem is that the infect deck doesn't want the 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 infect or the the phyrexian one because i don't care about your life total i want 
I want the peace strider. I want to gain life and stay alive. And just like this card. So Tezzeret, it wouldn't be bad in a in a infect limited deck where you're absolutely doing what you're saying, Scotty, where it's like, even if I'm just gaining four life on that or something, that's an eight point spread and I'm staying alive that much longer to kill you maybe. And maybe that's all it takes is that one extra turn, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Plus, I mean, the infect deck's going to have Necropede, Corpse Cur. Uh, what's that other one that, if it's blocked, it gets plus three, plus three? Oh, Iker Clawmere. Iker Clawmere. See, the other thing is that, okay, if you turn on Iker Clawmere into a 5-5 artifact creature, I'm assuming it keeps its ability. Oh, yeah. So it would be a 7-7 seven, seven if, if, if it's, it's blocked, blocked or blocks. Yeah. That's pretty good. That kills anything in this set. So you see, you see then like a black blue, like he's got to be black blue. You'd never reach into three colors with this guy. Like, like in constructed or limited? In, in limited, in limited. You'd never reach. You into could do it in limited. Because well, it depends on what your deck looks like. I mean, I wouldn't be trying to play like a black blue green infect proliferate deck. I'd yeah. be playing a black green infect deck with Horizon Spellbomb for my one island. Oh, okay. See, I'm right? see, I, I'm a greedy mana base player, and I don't think even I'd do that. Really? I, I, yeah, I think, I think what you're you gonna even start. Pick up, you could even pick up one of the scars dual lands. Dude, I played Thrumming play Bird in my black green infect deck as like my only blue card uh, with yeah, two horizon bad. spell bombs and an island. Fuck that, it was bad. It was good. Proliferate is the shit, and it flies. So in this format, it was good. Unless you're playing against the sky stack, but I think with what you're gonna see in terms of infect is black. I think black green, obviously, which is the traditional, supplemented by artifacts. But then I think in addition, you're going to see uh, potentially the rise of the blue-black artifact deck. You know, the blue-black infect deck. So they'll have the black infect guys. They'll have blue blue proliferate uh, this guy and, and everything. And then just so, a bunch of artifacts? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. 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 So I don't know if you'll see a, a, an amalgamation of the I both. Think, but. I think Tezzeret will probably sit on the sidelines and limited. Yeah? Well... I mean, blue-black metalcraft isn't a deck, and you got to remember when we're playing limited, you're drafting one booster of mm. this and two of scars, right? So most of your cards are going to come from scars, and I mean, well, what are you the... drafting in blue-black scars if you're not drafting proliferate infect, right? Yeah, in the release though, you're going to have three and three. So I think in the sealed events, it's totally going to be relevant. Maybe, yeah, that's true. I mean, I haven't really seen a whole lot of artifacts in this set yet. Uh, none that I really care about, anyway. Agreed. But, that being said, KYT, what are your favorites? What do you think, buddy? What do you think about Tezzeret? I think he's awesome. I think any four-mana Planeswalker that could protect himself and have an ability that gets himself away from bolt range... Has always been like my criteria for a, for a decent planeswalker. That's where I I was always thought Jace was great and Elspeth was great and obviously this is less flexible in terms of the color and its ultimate ability is more powerful. It it, it pretty much narrows to makes your the the type of deck you know that it could be it sort of narrows it in order for it to reach its full potential. So it's definitely not as flexible as the other Planeswalkers I just named, but I definitely think it's quite good. I don't know, if you have a lot of artifacts, make a 5-5. Five, five. It's, I mean, Agaric makes a 3-3, three, three, so, and Garrick's insane. Mm -hmm. So See, the thing, here's an interaction that I would like maybe a judge ruling on from maybe Mr. Halibuth. 
Um, <laughs> you do how it right. about this? <laughs> how about this? You take an ink, ink moth nexus and you make it a 1 1 blink moth artifact creature with flying and infect, and then you tesseret it and it becomes a what? A 5 5 flying infect creature? Yeah, I don't know if it would revert back was, to a land. I think right. it would stay an artifact creature. I yeah. think it would too, right? Right. I'm just thinking of, I'm just like, I'm not saying like, I'm going to go build a deck around this. I'm just saying like, I'm willing to put money, I'm, I'm picking I'm things. willing to put money on the fact that that interaction is going to directly be within the FAQ. <laughs> for this set. All right. What I'll happens bet you, when? I'll bet you a booster. All right, you're on. Scott, okay. did he loses, but the, was the Nexus lose in fact? Like he just becomes a 5-5 five, five vanilla or? No, 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 no. Yes. Uh, oh, no, no, yes, no, no. No, I think he becomes permanently a 5-5 five, five flyer, that, but he doesn't revert back. 5-5 five, five flyer with infect? I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good yeah. question. We like I'm pretty ask. sure I'm pretty sure that it would stay a creature. Like I think it's very obvious that it would stay a five five artifact creature. Right. But I don't know if it would keep flying an infect or not. And if it does, then I hope <laughs> that I open those two cards just so that I can do that. I'm never gonna be able to deck around that, but that would be fucking rank. You play a regular non infect deck and then you're just like, I animate my land and put you on a turn two clock, go. <laughs> like you have one more turn, like you have a draw phase to win. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I pay like, four mana to cut your life in half. Go. Save me Phyrexian rebirth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, this would actually I would, could actually kill your land now, now that you've made it a creature. <laughs> with with a, with with your six mana wrath of God. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, the card I, I'm most excited about is the, uh, is the card we just talked about in the beginning is the sword. I really love playing with both of the swords in the beginning, uh, like the first two, and sword of body and mind. I think I'm not sure people weren't sure how it would fit in, and then it started seeing a lot of play, and I loved playing with that, and, and I think I'm going to enjoy playing this sword a lot as well. It just looks so sick to me. Yeah, it looks gross too. Yeah. What do you guys think of fucking Slagstorm? That card's the shit! <laughs> That's so good. That's such a good card. I can't even oh. believe they actually printed that. Thankfully, it's rare. Because if it were not, it would be just fucking brutal. That's all you would draft. You just draft that and mountains. Yep. <laughs> you imagine, like, Slags, like, fucking get Slagstorm, Arctrail.deck. Like, yeah. thank you. That's crazy. I think, I think that's awesome. Some people are saying, like, they don't think it's that good. And that they're upset that it's a sorcery. But what? I think it's fine. I think it's balanced. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's got yeah balanced as a sorcery for sure. And the double so, red is slightly prohibitive too, right? So yeah, it's not gonna yeah. it's not gonna just get splashed willy nilly. The other thing, I mean, some people like someone did comment that they they wished it had because it's choose one. They wished it had entwine. Yeah, um, I read which, that too. Might, and you know what? If it had entwine for oh. two, to make it like three to each creature and three to the dome for five mana at rare, I can see that yeah. being reasonable. Even even this, at this even, three, even at six. Sorry, I I just got back, guys. Uh, oh. Take a break. No, but the the Terrible. red. Are you guys talking about the red rare card that board sweeps for three damage? Yeah, yeah. Or bolts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fucking shit! Quit printing cards for Volakut, man. That shit <laughs> will just make Volakut so much better. I'm so pissed at that card. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
No, you just uh, hate that because it wipes your tokens. <laughs> dude, it wipes yeah. everything. Any aggro deck, it wipes your entire fucking board. Like, before... <laughs> before uh, What the hell's the card now? Pyroclasm does not hit Vengevine. And... Now this card just wipes everything. There's no aggro creature that with four also, defense. Also, also with dumb. four mana, like on turn four, if you really needed to, you could also kill um, a titan. If you like, if you like, on top of all the like little rampy shits that they had, right? Like this will be really good in the mirror when if they're playing the mirror with the uh, elves and the tree nest invaders, and they bring the tree speaker in off the board. Yeah, and then you like. Slagstorm them and bolt their titans so that you like five for one them. <laughs> seems good. Like, I, it seems I, all right. I see. Honestly, the Valakit's gonna pick up this, and it's gonna mm-hmm. pick up the uh, the green zenith. And I think it'll pick I, up the red zenith too. It may. Yeah, I think you're gonna see um, summoning trap go into the board. Like, it's straight up mm-hmm. gonna be in the board because it's, you know, the the green zenith is amazing. Um, but it depends, it depends on decks. if counters become less or more prevalent, right? Well, they're already starting to to kind of dwindle, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, you're seeing you're seeing a move away, uh, or some dr- drastic changes in the counterspell base, and a lot of players are saying like, "Fucking, I'll play blue eye tap out all day," especially now that they have stroke. Yeah. Right. They'll play blue eye tap. I just mean, like, I just mean like you don't want to be moving summoning trap into the board if nobody's playing counters. I mean, if um, everyone's playing counters, because no, you no, want and, and, to be able and to, that's fine. to I, get I, back. I can agree with that. But, you know, like in premise, you're looking at this This red card will handle either Swarms or Jace. Yeah. And so it's main deckable for sure. Oh, yeah, that's fucking cra- It's a crazy card. You know, you supplement uh, the summoning traps with these. You're basically now playing with eight Primeval Titans. Like, yeah, Valakit's going to get stupid. It is going to be stupid. I'm going to go back to playing it. I'm glad that I didn't take it apart. Seems good. Do you think G-Wave will play uh, the Green Zenith? No. No. It's not good enough, hey? No, you need to... Ma- same reason why Valakit doesn't. CF you just said... 8. That it would. What? Valakit doesn't play G-Wave. For the same reason that Valakit doesn't... That Val- that G-Wave is bad in Valakit is the same reason that the Zenith is bad in the G-Wave deck. Because... See, you know, I, why... Uh, like... G-Wave's only bad in Valakut because of all the ramp spells, right? Correct, sir. But if you sideboarded in more Calni Heart and more um, permanence for the Siding spells... Siding in, already, you should already be playing for anyway. No, no, but I mean, like, so you let's say you bring in the Tree Speakers, you bring in the Battlements, you bring in the Nest Invaders, and you take out all your spells, and then G-Wave becomes so much better, doesn't it? Because you could just, like, G-Wave, save for six, and hit six mountains. Couldn't you? Like, isn't that really good? I don't know why that's not good. You know what, Jay? You should build that for Wednesday Night Magic, and you should try it and tell us if it's good. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if it's not good... I just no, no, there's only one out. way we're going to find out. Somebody's got to fucking, you know, try it. <laughs> it's like this. I'll try that and get trolled. Jerry T will try it next week and win Worlds or something. Win Nashville again. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is this is the deck I'll be spoiling with Jerry T at Nagoda or whatever that place is called. But that's okay. Try it. <laughs> Maybe well, I will. You should. I'm. I'm. I'm not fucking with you. You should try. It. You are. I can hear that you're fucking with me. No, I'm not. Can't I'm laugh- laughing. I'm laughing at the concept of Jesse the trolls is, beating Jesse's the shit passed out. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. 
Are you guys planning on hitting major pre-releases in your areas, or um, just like local stores? Both. Both. Nice. Both. KYT. I, I can't. It's my girlfriend's birthday next Saturday, so. What? Fuck. Go, Shorty. It's your birthday. <laughs> We're going to party like it's your birthday. You know what? She's going to have one every year, KYT. There's, there's only, only going to be one besieged pre-release. <laughs> there's only yeah. one besieged. Like, let's be reasonable here, okay? Correct. I did it all for the nookie. The nookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. that's Limp Bizkit. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's do some shout-outs. Let's do some shout-outs. Let's do shout-outs, guys. It's freaking late. <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse, then. All right, I'll start. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Marshall over Limited Resources. Um, shoot, you know what? I should have checked, but uh, I got some Twitter folk I need to shout-out as well because they've been really helping me with Test My Deck, um, backing me with some ideas and uh, running it at tournaments. Um so you guys go ahead. I'll find these names while I. You're you donk. Guys... I gotta scroll through Twitter, man. This is difficult. Shout stuff. out to Norn. I want to give a big shout out to Norn. Plug. Norn. Norn. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bill Adamson, uh, or Bill Adams. Is that his name? Let me see this. What the fuck does this say? This says Bill Adamson. Oh, it is Adamson. What a weird name. Bill Adamson. Anyway, on Twitter, that guy is like Tazerial or whatever. I don't know how to say that name. Bill, tell us how to say your name. Anyway, Bill went to the Winter Classic between the Penguins and the Capitals, and for nothing, for no reason, he bought me a bunch of swag and sent it to me. And I, my favorite team is the Penguins, and I'm never probably going to get to see them play in Pittsburgh. Like, I, this is not going to happen, right? So I was a big shout-out to him. He supports us a lot. He's a really big fan of the uh, of the podcast. Um, so that was just a nice thing for him to do. Big shout-out to um, Benjamin Botts, who's back from the dead. Botts Thoughts. Um, not for long. Not for long. Not for long, no. Um, but, you know, shout out to Bots Thoughts. That guy, that guy came back, and I'm glad that he's back. Um, right, shout out I to Cody Crossman, who came back, from, uh, he came back from Saskatchewan so that I can get rides to Wednesday Night Magic again. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and shout out, to, uh, shout out to Trick Jarrett for being my inspiration for working out more and losing weight. Yay. I love you, Trick. Trick a lot of kids. Trick Jerry. I'm <laughs> right, Jerry. I, I found, I found the names of, of the guys helping me. So we got Louis Acosta. Uh, he is or an alchemist on Twitter. As that guy's well legit. As, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been around. He's a good guy. Uh, he, threatened to, he threatened to put my car on blocks earlier. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and he's part of topdeckhero.com. I'll give a plug. Uh, and then, uh, Tiago Maltez, which is T Maltez on Twitter. He is going, he traveled from Jersey to Atlanta and he is sporting my deck at Grand Prix Atlanta. So I really hope the best for him. I got full confidence in the deck. Like, absolutely. Our records that we've been keeping track of are amazing. Uh, so I really hope he does well. Um, and then a shout out to the wifey Andrea, wife plug. Wife plug. 
She went back and listened to our prior three casts. Oh, no. Out of, out of the blue. She has not listened to them before, and she did. And oh, uh, so maybe if she listens to this one, she'll hear this. So wife plug. <laughs> wife plug. Mamar plug. plug. I, uh, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to uh, David Lee. I picked up, God, I can't say enough about that guy. That kid, the kid is ridiculously talented. Uh, I picked up a bunch, bunch more alters from him. Uh, my EDH deck is getting stupid. I gave him like six more. This is sick. Anyways, uh, so, so big ups to him. Uh, also to his friend Jamie, um, who uh, I ended up, who came over to play EDH this week. So they uh, came and joined us and we had a great time. So that was pretty sweet. Uh, otherwise, let's go shout out to Norn. I want to do a shout out to, um, Joey and Gavin. So great job again. Unbelievable. Uh, shout out to, uh, you know, UMTG taps as a whole, uh, Mm -hmm. you guys, you know, aren't getting the respect you deserve lately. And, uh, you guys totally get mad props from us because truthfully, I don't think we would be doing what we are doing today without you guys having done what you've done in the past. So, uh, awesome, awesome work. Keep it up. And, uh, haters going to hate. And all you need to do is just fist fuck them and move on. Um, fuck them in their orifices. That's right. No, you're great. (laughs) Just get their goggles wet. Get their goggles wet. Get their goggles wet. So, uh, that's, (laughs) I just wanted to say that. And Gavin as well, buddy. Uh, good work on, uh, Good work over there. So, uh, shout out to oh oh shit! One more, one more shout out. I have to give a shout out to I believe it's um I'm just fucking Twitter's not working fast enough. Cobra Snake. Nice, nice, nice. Shit. Cave Ashon on Twitter. Kevin Vashon, I think is his name. Anyways, he's he's hooking me up with my promo pulse. For uh, GP Atlanta this weekend, so that's uh, another key EDH piece. It's all coming together. Is that the uh, that's the promo this weekend? Yes, sir. That's pretty sick. I know. So that's good. That's good for my shoutouts and wife plug, of course. Motherfucking KYP. Oh, because you know what? Oh, hold on. So so my wife uh, listened to the last two podcasts as well. What? <laughs> yeah. She she actually went through and listened to them because. Uh, you know, she wanted to uh, just hear about everything that was going on. So I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, that was pretty awesome as well. And wives listen to our podcast because our yeah. wives support us and they love us. I think to, to Beans, has listened to, Beans has listened to every episode, which is huge. Like, I think that's awesome. Yep. So I'll, I'll plug my wife, too. Wife plug. Wife plug. I can't plug my girlfriend. She listened to, like, the first episode and thought we were awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna miss a pre-release for this lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? He went to go see Black Swan with her. Did you make oh, out with her God. afterwards? Did I make what? Did you? Were you able to make out with her after that? Oh, I man. asked him if, I asked him if he got a handy. I asked him <laughs> if he got a handy, and he didn't respond. He's <laughs> crazy. I know, right? That's oh. got to be like the, one of the top movies I've jerked off to this year. Really? <laughs> That's nice. Jay, did you give your shout-outs yet? Yeah. Really? You did. Yeah. I missed it. Okay. <laughs> He's like gonna... downloading Black Swan. <laughs> going to give a shout-out to Norn, obviously. Thank you so much for your support all the time. Um, 
What happened to Cartographer? I haven't seen him tweet as much this week. I think Not me either. He's been busy. He's got projects and stuff going on. Right, right. He's got a family too, man. Always How shout old out is he? to him. Scott, I, don't... Uh, he, I think he's younger than I am, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. um, shout outs to Carrie Dan as always for uh, putting up with our shit no matter how long or, or how crazy it gets on this cast shout outs to face to face games once again we're setting up we're hoping that the first Canadian open series event is going to be a success uh, we thank actually shout outs to Bill Starkington for posting yeah for referencing my information post on the event on his site and and he gets a lot a ton of traffic that site and he's expressed some doubts about whether the event will be a success success or not and and i totally would feel the same way because it's it feels like you know this is something that's just going to be put together and hopefully with some effort it's going to work and i'm going to be part of this uh so hope it's a success and hope people come down and play and that's all for me. All right. Oh, that's it. <laughs>